Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Letitia and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. I've got all my paraphernalia set up. Oh. My coffee, my water, my weed. All my. Yeah. Insane. My lip gloss for when Paul comes on. Oh, brother. <laughs> I mean, he's adorable. Come on. Does he know you're his biggest fan? I don't know. But so the reason I came to know who Paul McDonald was is because one of my dearest friends in the world has actually somehow... I don't know if he did manage him or he's, I don't even really know. So we're going to have to ask Paul because you know who's knocking it out of the park right now and their managerial skills is Tish Cyrus because I'm on a roll. Molly's album is out and just on fire. And let's not forget about Noe being nominated by the Grammys for Best New Artist. So yes, she is. If I was old Paul, I'd be hitting old Tish up. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of Miley's record, I feel like the MC fans would love to hear what our favorite songs are on Plastic Hearts. So somebody on Facebook and our group asked me that question. And I don't think I can pick one, but I could pick like three or four. Yeah, like three faves or four. Okay, so I really think that probably some of the best songs that are on that record are Plastic Hearts and Angel. What the bleep do I know, the clean version. That was always my favorite. You know, I always wanted that to kind of come out as a first look. And, you know, I had my pick for singles. But I think Plastic Hearts and Angels Like You is probably the best songs. And I love them more than anything. And I do love Prisoner. But one of my all-time favorites is um, It'll Never Be Me. And Mm. it's just such an amazing song. And I just, I can't quit listening to it. So those are my favorites. You? Wow. Hot take. I've been listening to it for just nonstop for the past couple of days now. My favorite track, I think, is Give Me What I Want. Okay. I understand that. I get I'm it. obsessed. The The bridge section is the sickest thing. Like what I listen to, I'm just like, this is sick thing. Yeah. So many people love that song. They really I do. really love it a lot. But- Plastic Hearts is just, and you know, I'm such an 80s girl. And if you really listen to these, there's very much an 80s vibe to these, especially Angels Like You. I mean, that is just a big, massive 80s power ballad. It truly is. And so I think that's why I love those particular songs is they just give me so many 80s vibes and Prisoner in the video. So that is definitely why those are some of my favorites. But that's an amazing song. It's really cool and really unique. My other faves are What the F Do I Know? Yep. I like I like the not clean version. Hi, I'm obsessed with. Hi's amazing. It it's really so, is. so good. And you know what? I do love Prisoner. 
prisoner, uh-huh. prisoner. <laughs> I mean, it's just so good. And it's just so catchy. Yeah. But the whole album's really good, honestly. She's outdone herself. Yeah, I always thought, what the fuck do I know? I always thought, you know, on from my side, that song should kind of come first and set up the record. That didn't happen. Everybody kind of voted against me on that. I just thought, what the fuck do I know really set the album up and set the record up. And it is streaming on Spotify as big as Plastic Hearts. And so, you know, I've got the ear. <laughs> yeah, I just I've- think that song... Like when you like the first couple listens of that song, you really just kind of hear that tagline and you just hear this like rock and roll, like the music, the rock and roll music behind it. Yeah. And then when you should listen to it a couple of times lyrically, it's very relatable. And it Absolutely. definitely tells a story. And I, I like the story behind that song a lot. Me too. I just honestly think the whole entire record is amazing. And I'm so proud of her. And I think it really represents who she is as an artist. And I can't stop listening to it. And I'm usually not like that because usually when I'm working on a record like that and I'm listening to it all the time and hearing different mixes, I get so tired of it that then I don't want to really listen to it once it comes out. But that has not been the case. I cannot stop listening to it. And we just shot a Noah video, which is fire. And I cannot wait till her next song comes out because it is incredible. And so anyway, I'm just I'm just working my little tail off over here. So I'm a little shocked right now talking to you because you called me this morning, bright and early, and you said you were very hungover from smoking some indica last night. You seem great now. You know what? It's because I'm drinking my coffee. But like I said, I could not sleep last night. And I don't know if everybody else or any one of you guys, and you can, you know, get on Facebook and talk about it if you want. But like, I've been having some serious anxiety. And I think it's because over the holidays, we weren't all together because we didn't want to fly during this time because of COVID. And I think I was just so anxious over like Thanksgiving, really the whole weekend. And I just wasn't able to sleep. And so last night I was tossing and turning because honestly, I did go to bed at like 940 maybe 9.30 because I don't know why. I was just bored because I had been alone since like Thursday. And so I went to sleep and then I woke up at 1.30 and I couldn't go back to sleep. And I was like, oh, I'm going to smoke the dreaded because I need to fall back asleep. And so I smoked some indica. I was so hungover this morning. And you're all going to think this is a joke, but this happened. I literally make my coffee as it's dripping, go feed the dogs. And I just can't wait to have my drink of coffee. And I had put the coffee cup onto the thing upside down. No. So when I came back, the coffee was literally everywhere. I was so angry. I'm like, it was awful. It was literally everywhere. So then I had to clean up that mess and start all over. But actually, I feel better right now than I have the entire day. You seem great. Being that I have been anxiety ridden and smoking a little bit of weed at night. A little maybe, bit. Maybe a lot. I have been seriously digging me some Magic Spoon. Oh, oh. I've now ventured out to other flavors. Oh, you have? I'm so proud. You know me. I was just the fruity and frosted. But I'm, I'm digging on some cocoa right now. Oh, I got excited and thought you were going to say the blueberry because that's my favorite flavor of Magic Spoon. Should I try the blueberry? Absolutely. It is so good. It's almost like a dessert cereal, if you ask me. But if you can believe it, it's zero grams of sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. So it's cereal that's good for you and tastes amazing. It's like too good to be true. It really is. I'm obsessed with it. 
Tish is a big cereal gal, and uh, for her to give it her badger approval is a really big deal. Um, so check this out. If you guys like cereal, this one is super legit because it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. So I'm pretty sure it fits into like any diet that you've got going on, and it's just super yummy. Great bedtime snack, like Tish said. So go to magicspoon.com stoned to grab a variety pack and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code STONED at checkout, and you'll get that free shipping. And as we always let you guys know, they want you to be completely happy. So if you don't like it, which you will, it is backed with a money back guarantee. They'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash stoned. And then use the code stoned for free shipping. Thanks, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring the pod. I love free shipping. Who doesn't love some free shipping? It's just a bummer when you go to check out and you see the price and then it picks me off. Me too. 2020 get with it people seriously yeah well I'm, I'm getting stoked because you know, we record our podcast early and so today is Sunday for us even though this will come out on Thursday I'm so pumped up for the undoing that's what I'm doing the minute we hang up the minute it's the final episode hope you guys have been watching it actually I just forced Miley she hasn't watched it at all what? so she was yeah so she just went to start it mm-hmm. but you know what? I'm going to put it out there that I I just kind of think he did it. Either him or her dad. And her, her son is covering for him. Mm-hmm. Or one of them. Not sure who. What do you think? That's kind of my what I think, too. Wells and I talked about it yesterday. He is really sold on that it's Donald Sutherland. That's kind of what I think. He and Sarah said that whenever you have a huge name like that playing a minor role... Usually there's a reason and like, you know, she was like, I just feel like because his role is so minor, it wouldn't shock me if it was him in the end. But I still, I think like, because ever since like episode two, you're kind of like, oh, well, it can't be, can't be Hugh Grant's character. It's too obvious. I could see it. That's kind of why I think it is Hugh. Yeah. I could see it being him because they've kind of led everybody off of his trail this whole time. So, but definitely the kid, the kid's in on it for sure. Well, if I really was going to say what I, if I had to choose, I think Hugh did it. And I think the kid hit it and has no remorse because we found out that Hugh's character, when his sister was killed, had no remorse. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like it could be that. I don't know if the kid would be as, would take as much of a risk for the grandfather than he would his own father. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. But the kid's definitely been a little off all season. All season and so obsessed with watching all the news coverage Uh and all that. So anyway, I can't wait till tonight and see the final episode. I'm just sad it's the final episode. I know. You have no idea what you're missing on Succession. Really? Brandy. That's what Will said. I am dying. It is so good. Okay, so here's the thing. It was so slow until episode like six, seven. And I was like, why are people watching this? But something told me to just keep watching. And I'm telling you, episode seven changes everything. I'm way into two. I'm thinking I'm on episode seven of season two now. Season two is even better. Like, it is insanely great. Okay. But guys, if you have not watched Succession, give it a shot. But you got to get through the first six and Mm -hmm. like five, seven. And you got to really like business. It's a lot of business and politics and things like that. So anyway, it's incredible. Awesome. Because I'm I'm finally got a good show. I'm having some, like, what, what do you watch next? Like, I can't find anything to watch. 
I know now now the dancing with the stars is over. I'm really like, what do we watch on television? I just don't know. You see, people, if Hollywood wouldn't keep turning down Tish Cyrus, they would have some good things to watch. Oh my god. I'd pitch some doozies. You know what? I'm wrong. You're not Paul McDonald's biggest fan. You're your own biggest fan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, like, hello. Look at Molly's record. Look at Noah getting nominated. Look at Old Town Road. I'm sorry. I'm on a roll. You are. And nuts. nobody gives me credit over here. Well, your Instagram's popping off. Your content's great. My a content lot of, is great. A lot of interior design content. I'm here for it. And I have some really cool, amazing designers hitting me up that I've followed for so long that I respect so much. And it really makes me so happy when that happens. Very cool. But anyway. So yeah, what have you been doing? Love it. You know what? Rye and I have really been loving ourselves some Yahtzee lately. I have never played that game in my life. Oh my God. I was literally thinking, I can't wait until MT gets here because I know you love card games and this isn't exactly a card game, but I feel like once you get the hang of this, you're going to be very competitive. What is it exactly? Okay. I can't believe you don't know what Yahtzee is. I used to play it all the time at the big friend group in LA. So it's you roll dice and then you have this like game card and it's so each turn you're trying to get like three of a kind or four of a kind or a full house. So it's a game of chance because you're rolling dice, but then it's also strategy to be like, oh, I didn't get what I wanted. So where do I take a zero and where do I hold out for a Yahtzee? And so like, I don't know, it's a numbers game in a sense, but it's the strategy to know like when to take a risk and when not to. And I just feel like you could be really good at that. Okay, I like that. I got to tell you, I've been winning games left and right. Really? Yeah. I mean, I do love to play cards, so maybe it is something I would love. We're going to make you play because we're obsessed all of a sudden. Okay, amazing. But I can't wait to be home for Christmas and us all get to play games. I think that sounds really fun. Yeah, super fun. So we've actually been doing a lot of that in our free time. But should uh, should we go ahead and dive into some DRMTs since we have Paul coming on later? I think we should. Hey guys, this is Morgan. Um, love the podcast and love the family. I just had a question about beauty tips. So what are your favorite products? What are your favorite things to do? And especially dealing with mask acne right now. So how are you dealing with that? And any good tips to use for that? All right. Thank you. Love you both. And have a great day, guys. I think I have a mask knee zit right now. Okay, I keep hearing that, and it's right like, here. not to toot my own horn again, but I just don't, don't get, get acne. <laughs> I don't get acne, but I swear by Rodan and Fields products, and they have a product called Soothe that I feel like would be really good if you do get dry, because I could see getting dry right there, and also their unblemish is unreal. Like, people that have had the acne that, you know, been in my life that I've recommended it, they love it. But their Soothe is so good for like windburn or any dry, you know, areas like that. So if you can, I think check out Rodan and Fields Unblemish or Soothe. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. Um, <laughs> and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. 
If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush it out. This is amazing. So tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code stoned. That's Nutrafol.com promo code stoned. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my favorite, and they also have toasted coconut. And the great thing is, is you can use Lumi all over your entire body. So when you travel, it's so much easier just to have one product. Plus, they also have deodorant wipes, which are super clutch, especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight. And they also have body wash, which is really cute. And it comes in a mini travel size as well. Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers. And as a special offer for our listeners, all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. 
Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. But speaking of beauty products, oh, it is so insane. And I don't know if I've ever noticed this before until the pandemic. And I feel like it's gotten crazy since the pandemic because we're all on our computers so much. Are there just way more advertisements on Facebook and Instagram and everything now? It does seem that way. I mean, there are so many. I do not remember that at all, but I am a sucker for it. I'm an absolute sucker. I actually want everything I see, especially for like neck pain and back pain. And I'm like hitting Brandy up going, can you get me one of these all the time? What was that thing you asked me about today? We have to get one. It's called a power plate Uh and it's that vibration. And all kinds of people were raving over it. Even like Clint Eastwood and people that are old like me say that it takes away stiffness hip pain joint makes you more flexible before you like ride your horse so that i definitely want but i saw this product and it's a foundation i'm obsessed with ilia i've never heard of that until i, I use facebook i use like six of their products in my daily makeup routine okay it's called ilia It's amazing. And it was an older lady, probably in her 60s, that did like a makeup tutorial with it. I ordered this in two shades because I like to like mix my shades, like darker. I have a little bit of a tan, lighter if I don't. You guys, I-L-I-A, Ilya. This is is not an ad. I wish it was because I love it so much, but it's not. But I ordered this and for mature skin, dry skin, whatever, It is the most moisturizing foundation I have ever used. And I love it because it can go on as light as you want it, or you can build with it. And it is just because foundation, because it Mm -hmm. does settle into my wrinkles. This does not do that at all. Obsess, what products do you use? So I've really been trying to switch over to just clean everything that I can, and especially the things I put on my face, like clean skincare, clean makeup. And so this brand is that, and that's one of the reasons why I was interested in trying it. But what my mom is saying is that, you know, the foundations, they look really natural. And so when I I tried this because they have a product called Skin Tint, and it's especially in the summer, it's just my go-to because it's SPF 40. So you're getting your sunscreen and it gives, it just gives like a dewy finish and it's very transparent. And I just really like that about it. But okay, I use a couple of their products. I use the cheek color, the concealer, but my all time favorite Ilia product is the mascara. And I am, I have such a hard time finding mascaras that I like, like I'm so picky and I'm obsessed with theirs. And even Noah came out in town a couple months ago and asked to use my makeup and I'm like, where did you get your own? But she came in and she borrowed my makeup and she was freaking over the mascara. So I actually use the True Skin Serum Foundation and I just know that it's aloe infused. It's just amazing. So now I'm going to go order the products, but it just popped up on Facebook. And for some reason, probably stoned, I ordered it. (laughs) And obsessed. Yeah. Well, that just goes to show you that influencer marketing works. Because <laughs> I'm sure it was an influencer. I ordered the little thing that lay the lotus mat that you lay on that puts a million needles in your skin. Mm-hmm. It is so painful. But mm. it's supposed to be amazing. But I cannot quit ordering stuff off Facebook. It's crazy. <laughs> but anyways, I just had to tell everybody that if you're looking for a new foundation, get it. Because it is good. It is good. I'm going to, I'll do a post this week of my favorite Ilya products because there are just so many besides that too that are so good. 
All right, we've gotten so off track. Here's our second message. Hi, Tish and Brandy. This is Melanie from Crofton, Maryland. This message is for Tish. Tish, I know you have super talented children in the music industry, and my question is how involved are you in their, you know, their music? Do you help them write? Do you help with production or marketing? Do they play you their songs before they're released? How does it work? Uh, I know that you were at the Miley's VMA performance and just this past week with Plastic Hearts coming out and then Noah's Grammy nomination. I just imagine you must be so busy and so proud. So, yeah, I'm just really intrigued by that. All right. Love you guys. Bye-bye. So cool. Like One of these days, we need a camera to follow you for like a week and show like a day in the life of Tish Cyrus. Honestly, it is a little nuts. Yes. The answer is yes. Very, very involved. You know, it used to be when they were younger, they'd get so mad because they could both end up having something on the same day and I'd have to like go to one and then the other. And if I wasn't able to do that, the other one was mad. But, you know, now that they're older, it's easier. I've just always, you know, been on every tour and done all those things. But I do manage both girls and I manage Molly with someone and I manage Noah with someone else. And it's really, really fun. And yeah, I'm really involved in everything. I don't write or produce their songs, but I do kind of everything else that a manager would do from, you know, listening to songs that they send that they might be selecting for a record or listening to the production. And, you know, I'm pretty opinionated. You know, I love real guitars and real drums. And as I love being a part of that process and wardrobe for video shoots. And I also, you know, have a production company and I'm really involved in like the video shoots and things like that. And so, yeah, like since Molly was 12, I've been, I've managed her from then until now and Noah's well. And it's really, really fun. And the only thing is, is, you know, you really have to balance and I don't know how, but we've somehow done it well. I think it can be not great for a parent to be a manager. Uh, I think you have to be very careful doing that. But for some reason, it's really worked for us and it's been amazing and I enjoy it and I love it. Um, But that's why I was like, maybe I need to take on somebody that's not a family member. (laughs) You know what? But I will also say that used to, they would think of me as like, okay, maybe she's not right because she's my mom. And neither one of them really do that anymore. Now that they're grown up, I feel like they really respect my opinion and want it and like it. Whereas before, sometimes it can be a little weird and they're more rebellious stages. But yeah, it's fun and I love it. Cute. Hi, Tish and Brandy. Sorry I'm stoned in my bathroom listening to your podcast. My name is Chelsea. I'm from Chicago. I love you both and love listening to you every week. Uh, I have a quick designing question for you. I recently moved in with my boyfriend and I've been styling our living room based on the paint colors that were done in our rental. One wall is like a slate blue accent wall and the rest are kind of like a light blue slash white. We also have super high ceilings uh, that have, like, huge white supporting beams and that have huge windows that create really great light in the room to just kind of give you a sense of it. My big kind of dilemma of it is that I started feeling good designing it as more of, like, a coastal theme, a little bit beachy, but, again, we're in Chicago. We're not at the beach. But I'm kind of going off the colors of gray, white, and blue, and I feel like it's getting a little too matchy-matchy and blending in and kind of making it a little boring. Is there a good color or pattern that you would uh, recommend to make it pop and make it more exciting? I appreciate any help you can give. I love the podcast. Thanks so much. I have an idea. 
Oh, great. What a great idea to listen to a podcast in the bathtub. I am such a bath girl. Mm. I am so jealous of you right now. Just saying. (laughs) That sounds divine. But your house sounds beautiful, by the way. And I love a slate blue. Mm -hmm. Um, In my kitchen, I have my cabinets are all white. And my island is a, a really, really pretty blue called Blue Note. That's kind of that color. And I also in my living room, all my shelving is painted that color. And I just think, I don't know, it's one of my favorite colors in a house. But if you are feeling that way, that it's getting a little monotonous I get that and I think it would be really fun especially in a one accent wall to do a wallpaper Mm. because wallpaper I feel like when you do like an accent wall so cool and another thing that I really love is like if you're doing a bedroom and it say it's in a blue just do the uh, ceiling and wallpaper it just breaks things up and makes it everything not so boring Mm -hmm. but I'm really into wallpaper and these days most wallpaper comes in the kind that you can put up and take right back down. Yeah. You don't have to have it professionally installed. And so I think wallpaper would be really, really fun to bring in with that slate blue. Mm, I love that. And also I was thinking like, so it doesn't go too beachy. Maybe make sure that not all the woods in the house are so light. Maybe bring in a coffee table that's, you know, not like a whitewashed or not like a super light wood. So maybe just grounded in some darker things. It sounds like a leather chair or something leather would be really pretty like that's what I was thinking is like it sounds like a lot of cool tones like gray and blues Mm -hmm. and whatnot so I think adding some warm tones in would be nice and you can still add like masculine warm tones in like a cognac colored like sofa leather leather armchair sofa whatnot or even uh rattan Yes. Is kind of that same like warm color. And I think that just having that tone mixed in with the blues and the grays would bring a different vibe to it. Yeah. Or some like gold accents, like a gold, gold lamp. Really pretty too. Yeah. Hi, Trish and Brandy. This is Kira from North Carolina. I had one quick uh, high design question that I just thought of while I was listening to the most recent episode. Uh, so I'm living in a pretty small apartment, just me and a roommate in a two-bedroom. And I was wondering if you had any advice for dealing with kind of uh, musical instruments. Like I have a big keyboard and a big guitar, and I want to kind of have them be part of the room aesthetic and not just kind of stick out. And I know that your family is very musical, and you've probably dealt with this um, with all of your various instruments and and awards and all those kinds of things so I don't have I would love to one day in a beautiful home have my own baby grand but I just have a Yamaha keyboard but it's substantial 88 keys and everything so I was just wondering if you had any suggestions for kind of sprucing up kind of a music corner or or ways that you make the musical instruments into kind of uh, design pieces if you will anyways thank you so much love the pod bye guys great question Love this question because I'm, like I said, I'm a big fan of when you walk in someone's home and you're looking around that you kind of know who lives there and what they love and their interests and who they really are. And so I'm a huge fan of putting guitars on the wall, like a piece of art. And if you look on um, guitarcenter.com, they have so many inexpensive guitar hooks that, you know, you just 
They're pretty easy to hang. They hang a, like an inch or an inch and a half off the wall. So they don't leave super flat. And it says that it keeps them tuned correctly. And they just look so beautiful on the wall. And I love that as a part of a decor. And um, we'll put a few pictures up maybe on my stories that kind of show how I've done that. And even with some plants around it and just get some really cool vibes with the guitars and plants. And I think it's so pretty. As far as the really large keyboard, we also talk a lot about the IKEA shelving it's called lack shelving that I feel like you could put under a TV or just hang on the wall in a music space and just set that on like a really long white shelf and maybe hang a couple pieces of art over it and that could be really pretty as well I'm a big fan of like leaning into the, you know, if you have a big piece of equipment in a room, like instead of just setting it out and hoping it blends in, actually like drawing attention to it. So like I have a bunch of DJ gear set up in my bonus room. And I mean, it's not small, like it's a lot of equipment, it's speakers, it's, there's a lot of cables, like it's a whole thing. And so I have it sitting on just like a really simple white mm -hmm. desk, but we hung a disco ball it above it. so good. Which is so cool. And then I actually have lights that I bought from Lowe's that are meant for... I think like Christmas time and Halloween and stuff where you, they project on the house, but I have them where I can turn them on and project on the white wall behind my stuff. And then I even have an idea to put like a big neon sign behind it and like actually make a moment out of the music corner in that room. And so I think you can definitely find ways to, I don't know, make it part of the room and really make it stand out in a cool way instead of just like putting it in the corner and hoping no one sees it. I love that. I love that. Actually, we had so much fun too. Like being that it is there and out, like when we're at Brandy's house, like Noah's over there DJing and it's just so much fun. And actually you really do use it. And, you know, we had a blast with it the last time we were all there. Noah was trying to DJ. <laughs> it was hilarious. She wasn't even really trying that hard. It, it was, was so fun. It was fun though. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is right. If you guys don't know, mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love mood. Yeah. Well, great. They're, they're like, uh, they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you um, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, They're okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Moods' new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. 
staying on the high design train for a minute, you're going to think I'm nuts, but like you guys know how long have I been talking about trying to find freaking drapery for my master bedroom? Like a long time. So long. Okay. So my, one of my big things though, is I want blackout curtains because I just, I, I like my room to be really dark. So I've been searching, searching, searching. And on Black Friday, I was looking everywhere trying to find drapes. So I finally found some that I really think I love. Like until I see them in person, I can't like really say I'm sold. But I love them online and they're just Magnolia Home from Target. And I got so excited about it. Scroll down. They're not blackout. Uh, so well, I you think can put I'm, a blackout behind it. Yes. So I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to wait till I get them and make sure I love them. But then I was also searching and it looks like Pottery Barn and West Elm both sell like blackout liners that you literally do. just hook on to the drape. So, cause like I never want two sets. Like I don't ever want yeah. like a blackout set behind. That's stupid. But these just look like they clip right on. So if I love these target drapes, A, I'll post them for you guys, but B, I'm going to do this blackout thing and let you know how easy it is to just attach these liners on because this could solve all of my issues. Yes, it could. And did you get like a more of a stone color than the flax? It says it is, well, I think it's called sour cream. So it, it looks like it's just like a little bit off white. Okay. I like that. I'm hoping. Well, I actually tooting my own horn. I was, I was like, I'm going to get a task rabbit because I've been holding on some drapery that I need hung. And so I was going to, after I had my floors done, I was going to task rabbit. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this myself. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to focus. I'm going to measure because I'm really like everything has to be perfectly level. I was really afraid. I hung those in less than an hour and they are sheer perfection, blackout, and they go like, you know, go around the ends so it covers all the light. You are going to love your life when you stay here. Can't freaking wait. I hung them all by my little self. Were you high when you hung them? Yes, that's a key element (laughs) in doing this. I bet that actually helped. It did help a lot. Oh my goodness. Well, I can't wait to come stay. It's so good. All right. Well, do you know what time it is? It's time to get Paul McDonald. <laughs> I'm so, wait, hold on, phoners. I'm going to need to get chill. Oh, boy. Yeah, please don't fangirl right now and embarrass me. I mean, how do you not fangirl when your favorite artist is on? I would say let's intro him, but honestly, we've talked about, you've talked about him so much, I don't even know that he needs an intro. Ooh, He's a cutie. Lord. Okay, let's get Paul. Oh, there it is. There he is. Wait a minute. Brandy, why can I only see your big face in the screen? I can't see Paul. I don't know. I can see Paul great. I don't know how to do this. Uh, Um, hmm. Grid view? Yes. I mean, I see him in a little teeny tiny circle, but that's not enough. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. Brandy already told me not to embarrass her, but I'm sorry. I just can't help it. Do you you know that my mother is your biggest fan? (laughs) Uh, that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> no, I'm I did, not. I know that. No, no I, it, know that. I truly could possibly be your biggest fan. <laughs> no, she is. That's amazing. As that soon as funny. live shows start back, she's going to be front row, head banging, whipping that hair around, or whatever oh. she does. <laughs> well, the sucky part is, is did you not just have a show in Nashville? I just, yeah, I just did one of those kind of uh, Sunday night things. I know. It was fun. Yeah, I saw you, that. You you guys are in L.A. right now? I'm, I'm in, in L.A. Brandy's in Nashville. 
Cool. But honestly, I always give Brandy a hard time about Nashville because I'm not really a Nashville girl, but I'm starting to love it. I actually forced my way in because like Brandy's also my best friend. <laughs> and so I built, I built me an apartment, no shit, in her basement. And so oh, when I'm in town, I live with Brandy. Oh, boy. That is awesome. I mean, me, my boyfriend and my mom, one big happy family. It's hilarious. <laughs> We're just one big, cute, happy family. Oh, that's great. Okay. Anyway, back to Paul. Paul, seriously, no kidding. I mean, like they all joke because they're like, what'd you do this weekend? And I'm saying, get stoned and listen to Paul McDonald because it's true. And honestly, this record, it blows my mind. Like it is very rare that I like a record from the beginning to the end. I mean, it never happens. And I love every single song so much. And what headspace were you in during all these songs? Because I feel like you got your heart broke a lot. Man, I, I was, I was, yeah, I was in a pretty bad spot. Uh, at that point, it was almost like uh, that record saved my life. I, I was, uh, I was living in Los Angeles at the time. I'm, I'm from Alabama originally. I lived in Nashville. Uh, for a handful of years and had a kind of a rock and roll band that I was touring with forever. And then I moved out to LA. Uh, I got married and then, uh, and then divorced within like three years. And, and the, and the relationship was kind of a pretty uh, high profile kind of situation. And it just tore me apart and I moved back home and crawled under a rock and wrote, you know, hundreds of songs and just kind of did it more, uh, more, for therapy, it was really, I just said, it was the only thing I could do was, was write songs, you know, it was kind of how I, I healed throughout that process. But yeah, that's, that's where I got those songs. It was all real, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I could have written it without that heartbreak, you know. How long did you spend writing that album? It was, uh, gosh, I came back in 2013. So I started writing it around, around then, like, and then I put it out and I think we recorded in 2016. So probably three years total. And I had never really done, uh, like the co-writing thing with my, with my first band, I was kind of the primary songwriter and, uh, and I'd always been like, you know, just the, the artist guy that did that. And then when I got back to Nashville, I, I decided I should probably try to figure out how to like co-write songs with people. First off, cause I needed friends. I was like, <laughs> God, please. I need like, uh, so all these, these writing sessions turned into pretty much therapy for me. I'd walk in and just vomit out all this stuff. And my friends were like, geez, Paul, let's just, let's, let's write about that. But yeah, it took me three years to write. And I wrote hundreds of songs and kind of passed a, a lot of them off and, and kind of funneled it down to the top, probably 20 songs. And then we cut 14 of them, maybe. Yeah, I don't think people realize how long it takes to make one record. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. my sister just put out an album, and I've been listening to some of those demos for, the for like, the two or three years, you know? And I, I think people that don't do music or have a music background of any kind, like, would be really shocked by that, you know? But it really is, like... I think art, you know, as artists, like you get so invested in the project because it, you spend so much of your time doing it. And so that's why, like, you know, I think fans sometimes get frustrated. They're like, We're, we want a new album. We want new music. But it's like, bro, to get the goods, you got like, to Yeah, you got to live a little bit and you got to go through uh, some stuff to kind of catch songs. And, and I've found that recently, like, uh, there's a lot of stuff to write about currently, but I'm in a much uh, better headspace. So I, fi I find myself not writing as much because I'm just happy now. You that's know, what like, I was getting ready to say. I, yeah. I, like, that's a thing too. So actually the thing you saying that is 
like for me, maybe why I, why I love the record and who you are as an artist, because I feel like these days I get on this kind of music thing a lot because it pisses me off. Like, I feel like there's so many artists that just take songs and, you know, don't write their music. And, I, and a lot of that music is things that I, you know, don't, I don't listen to the radio all that much because I feel like a lot of artists just take songs and they're just, you know, the kind of the same sound and whatever. And I think that this, I definitely knew that you were definitely writing these songs because these songs, there are several that make me really happy because they're upbeat and they're fun. But the ones that are sad and I want to listen to because I actually kind of like being sad and depressed sometimes. (laughs) We all do. I know. That those songs, like I can hear it. That that was your story and that emotion. And it's just so good. And like just that raw emotion is what I love in a song. And I think that's why I love Modern Hearts so much. And I love New Lovers. And that one, even though it's not a huge up-tempo song. It still makes you feel something. And I think that's why I love it. And and you know who else I really love that I feel like is a lot like you is Casey Musgraves in some ways. She's just, you know, she's just a little bit of a stoner and, and I love the way she writes as well. But yeah, so I'm so stoked to have you on. And I hear you're going to play us a few songs. I am, yeah. I'll, I'll play whatever you, whatever you guys want, want me to play. I have one last question for Paul. Paul, who are some of your favorite artists? Like, who do you listen to in your spare time? Oh, gosh, it's a good question. Uh, as of recently, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, my gym playlist. I've been listening to uh, an artist. Uh, he goes by Bahamas. I don't know if you oh, yeah. ever Bahamas is great. Mm-hmm. And then songwriter-wise, it's a lot of... Uh, you know, John Prine, uh, oh, Jason Isbell, Ryan Adams, mm-hmm. a lot of those, a lot of those kind of guys. And then I grew up listening to like Crosby, Stills and Nash and Joni Mitchell. Uh, so it's a lot of kind of like seventies folk artists, uh, but I'm kind of all over the board. As for new stuff, it's, you know, a, a lot of those guys, Nathaniel Rayliff, Leon Bridges, a lot of those kind of folks in that world, you know? Mm-hmm. Love it. What are you guys listening to? You got anything good? Any good you can tell me about? I do love Leon Bridges. And actually, my daughter Noah did a song, her song July, that Leon jumped on. And then I think my son Brazen's getting ready to work with Leon. Man, oh, that's cool. so cool. Yeah, so really cool. That's so cool. Mom, you have you ever, ever really listened to Jason Isbell, have you? No. That's one. I, you got to get on the Jason Isbell train. I think you'd really like him a lot. Yeah, he's just a great songwriter. You know, it's, it's like a kind of country Americana uh, based, but just a great songwriter, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the reason I love music like that so much is I've always just been such a massive fan of Chris Christopherson. Oh, his, yeah. I mean, his writing to me is just, I think it's again, like it's that I love it. And when I listen to it, I can feel his emotion. And I just love that so much. And actually, I met him once, and it was all thanks to Brandy. Nice. (laughs) Where were we? The Clive Davis party? We were at a Clive Davis party, and we were actually talking to Jared Leto. Uh Uh-huh. We're standing there talking to Jared, and Brandy leans over and she goes, Mom, there's Krista Stofferson, and I just met him. And we, like, literally bailed, left Jared in the dust, and went and talked to Chris. I feel like you got to bail at that moment for Christopherson. Oh, oh, he was amazing. And then after he talked to us for, like, 20 minutes, he goes, I better set my butt down or my wife's going to kick my ass. Uh (laughs) How How old is he now? like in the 80s like yeah but yeah I think that that type of writing is why I love this record so much but 
Uh, I think they told us that you have something new that you'd like to play, and I can't wait to hear it. Oh, yeah. It's whatever you guys want to hear. I'm kind of here for for whatever. Uh... If I only get to pick one off the record, I think it might be Modern Hearts. Oh, cool. All right. I love it so much. I don't know that my heart can take it. Oh, it's boy. So you know what's crazy is this one uh, – I, like whenever I play live, especially if I have a band, which I hadn't done too many band shows recently, but this one's always such like a a quiet downer song, so I rarely even play it live. Uh, and it's normally a piano song, but I don't have a piano in the house right now, so I'm gonna try to do my best on acoustic guitar and uh, and hopefully I do it justice. You know, you may, you want to play it right now? Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. All right, cool. It's a song called Modern Hearts. You'll always be the last light shining in my head. I gotta find myself again before I let you back in. I gotta find myself again before we can be friends. And pictures of your new light are haunting me. Yeah, you keep pulling me in from the computer screen. Your heartache streaming on my internet feed. Your heartache streaming on my internet feed. And time is what I need to give me a fighting chance to heal. And modern hearts won't ever leave. Yeah, you keep pulling me in from the computer screen. Your heartache streaming on my internet feed. Your heartache streaming on my internet feed. And you're saying that you need me. You know the unthing. But you hurt me so bad and I'm afraid. Yeah, you hurt me so bad, I can't go back there again. And baby, is your new life as good as it seems? Oh, yes, it just small the ways you keep fucking with me. Is it all just a lie like it was with me? No such thing as goodbye on the internet. And time is what I need. Well, mother, are you alive? I'm freaking because I was just sitting here thinking about just 
how in today's world it is so true. Like when you break up with someone or no matter what, everything that you see on the internet always, like I can even get depressed. I said I was sad all weekend, you know, because like we weren't together as a family. And then you see all these people together with their families on Thanksgiving and it just affects you so much. And I love that part of the song because it really touches on, like, I can't imagine that. Like, that has to be so hard because you you can't get away from it. So it's no, such a cool uh, song. That's like, a, actually, I wrote that song in L.A. Uh, with a with a buddy that really was the only song that we've, we've ever written. And I walked in and he had just gotten, uh, came out of a, a breakup and he was, you know, just talking about how he saw his ex-girlfriend on the, you know, Facebook or something, you know, uh, with this new guy. And he was like, yeah, just so upset and blah, blah, blah. And we just got to the, talking about like how, you know, years ago you could kind of remove yourself from the situation and didn't have to think about it or see it. And now it's like you can dig up everybody. And, and it's like, uh, it's just hard to, to get away from it. So originally that song we wrote and, and I didn't plan on putting it on the record. Uh, I, I kind of, tossed it off the guest said you know should we pitch this off to some other artist and blah 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 and I said yeah of course uh, whatever you want to do with it I, I was writing so many songs at the time and then uh, funny enough I guess he called me up like three months later and he said uh, you know there's an artist that wants to cut the song and it happened to be a, a, a big pop artist and I was like well let's let's what what song is this like let me let me revisit this song and we kind of went back into it and uh, and she ended up not cutting it, and then it got passed and passed. And by the time it got circled back around, I thought, this is probably a good chance for me to cut the song because it's nice <laughs> to do. Uh, but there was a moment where where I thought I was going to be able to buy, uh, you know, a few houses or something off the song. But then uh, I decided it was, uh, you know, I guess it's it's my song. I should put it out. So I'm glad you didn't give that song away. I love it so much. And then also, I would love to hear your new song. I guess that's the way to do it over here. Yeah, this, I mean, this, this, this is a song that, to tell you the truth, I wrote uh, years ago, but I've never released it. It's just a fun song. Like, uh, I wrote this about a bartender that lives down the street. Uh, I kind of gotten to the point where I'd written all these songs, these sad songs about myself, and I was kind of over that. And I, uh, so I kind of wanted to, to write something that was more uh, from an outside perspective. Can't wait to hear it. All right, cool. This is a song, uh, it's called Amy Dwelling. There's a girl who works down at Dukes who wears high-waisted jeans and got no tattoos. She's always talking about rock and roll and she hates on the Beatles but she's loving the stones. And hot damn, she's a sight to see if you can catch her in that bootleg rod stewart It's like she's channeling Shirley Cuddy storming up a stage where she's serving me drinks. And baby darling, you're the one I need. Singer, the ballroom bliss, take out a room with a string of her hair. 
Lemon rockers and a disco band, a gold telecaster strapped around her back. And good guy, she looking cool as hell, trying to face for a drugs and two dollar bills. Yeah, I'm just sitting here drinking champagne, toasting the scariest who don't know my name, baby. You hear me, darling, you're the one I need. You hear me, darling, you're the one I need. I'm down on my luck and I need a drink. Get me high on love. Get me high on love. You hear me, darling, you're the one I need. Hear me, darling. I know I might not be a type. I like Lucy with diamonds. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Just let me be a dream for the night. Always talking about rock and roll. Yeah, she hates on the Beatles, but she's loving the stone. That song is a smash. And I know I'm so good at picking music. Oh, like, you uh, are. Yes. I love the dynamic between you girls. I, <laughs> so, I and I'm obsessed with that song. Yeah, that's what's up. Thank you so much. It is so, yeah. so cool. There's a little, do you know who Jeff Steele is? Oh, yeah, I know Jeff, of course. Yeah, Legendary I love singer. it. There's a little bit of that. There, he has a song called Hollywood Girl that I oh, um, yeah. love. And, he is awesome, by the way. Man, I've seen him do like the songwriters uh, festivals, and he is, at least a rock star. Okay, everybody, how great was Paul? Like, honestly, fangirling. I will fangirl the oh, second yes. we get off. For you, really, do you have management? Do you have a label? I've gone in and out of management and this system, but the majority of the majority of the past few years, I've been doing it all myself, you know, mm -hmm. uh, which I've learned a lot about everything doing it that way, but it is really hard. And it's also like just having anybody on your team that can kind of nudge you and put you in the right place. It's like, yeah. you know, if, if, even with, with support tours and booking agents and all that kind of stuff, it's very helpful just to have those people that can go, Paul's actually cool. Like, you know, if someone says that you're cool, then the rest of the world will think you're cool too. You know? mm -hmm. But uh, you don't have a label right now? No, nothing right now. Okay. So yeah, I released, I released Modern Hearts independently. I paid for it all on my own and uh, pretty much spent all my money making it and uh, went from like, you know, living in LA, I had to pick up side gigs and blah, blah, blah to kind of pay. I should right pay you that for it. Yeah, I mean, it was just like. I've got, I've got every penny of your money out of this rap. <laughs> Well, thanks. Like, yeah. I'm trying not to like paint houses anymore and that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, honestly, I think you're so talented. I really do. And I love your writing and everything about it. Um, I'm going to be in Nashville as maybe we can meet up or we can FaceTime or whatever and just come. Yeah, I'm here. I'm pretty much here until, I mean, I got a few gigs on the weekend. Thank goodness. uh, With everything going on right now, I've got some work. But yeah, I'll be here. So I'm pretty much just writing for a new record. I'll be around. So if you girls want to get to go and hang or do whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I really love, like, I love that you have kind of your own aesthetic, too. Like, I love, we put a picture up, and you're in the all-white suit and the boots. And not afraid to, like, I don't know. It's just really such a cool, unique thing. I love it. I think you're so cool. I think you should be touring for the rest of your life because it's that kind of music that you just, I feel like it's very much hang out and just chill and listen to that kind of music. It's my favorite thing, so. You girls are awesome. I feel, I feel like I feel like me and Brandy have crossed paths so many times. It's like over it. So, I mean, through Wells, Adams. Yeah, yeah. It's through Wells. Mm. That's got to be what it is. Oh, yeah. Love me some Wells. Yeah. Tish yeah. is your biggest fan. I think Wells is your number two, though. Uh, Wells, yeah, Wells is awesome. He loves you. Yeah. That's so cool. I didn't even know that. I, that's so awesome. I love Wells and Sarah, so. Yeah, that's, that's a good couple right there. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, girls, for having me. Y'all are awesome. And yeah, hit okay. me up when you're back in town. And I will, for sure. My number, so. Okay. See you, Paul. Right. Bye. Cheers, y'all. How um, cute is he? The, uh, the cutest. I see what you mean. Oh, he is just dreamy. You are so ridiculous. All right, stoners. We love you guys so much. I hope you guys liked today's episode. It was a little bit different, but I thought it was super fun to have Paul on and, and have an opportunity to talk some music, uh, which is different for us. Don't forget to call into the Sorry We're Stoned voicemail. We can't do the show without our DRMT segment, and we can't do the DRMT segment without voicemails from the stoners. So give us a call. Leave us a message. The number is 818-839-0534. We love to hear from you guys, and we love being able to play your voices on the podcast. So make sure you do that. If you aren't subscribed already, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And uh, we would love for you guys to give a five-star review and, and drop a little note in the re- reviews for iTunes. That really helps us out. And we love you guys. We only have a few more episodes left of the year. I can't believe it. I can't either. Almost crest mask. All right, stoners. We'll see you next week. Later, stoners. Hey, it's Bobby Bones, executive producer of Make It Up As We Go, the brand new podcast from Audio Up and iHeartRadio, brought to you exclusively by Unilever's Nor and Magnum brands. The story follows the songwriter's journey as well as the songs themselves and how they make it to country radio. From executive producer Miranda Lambert and creators Scarlett Berg and Jared Gutstead, a story inspired by the competitive world of Nashville writing rooms, featuring original music by Scarlett Burke, director and executive producer, featuring some of the biggest names in country, including Nicole Gallagher. And everything I'm working out is everything just working out. It's feeling like a Monday on a Saturday night. Make It Up As We Go drops October 8th only on the iHeart Podcast Network in association with Audio Up Media, created by Scarlett Burke and Jared Gustav. Can make it up as we go. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.